listening to the Play to Win podcast. Welcome to Play to Win the podcast. I'm Adam Epstein from Podcast Village in Washington, D.C. I want to tell you guys a little bit about my dog, Kobe. Not Kobe Bryant, who passed away this week. My dog, my little baller Maltese, Kobe Epstein, who I had since I was 12 years old. And he passed away three years ago, and I haven't felt the same around canine since. I don't get that joy that I used to. I used to love rubbing every dog's belly. I can't get that same feeling anymore. And earlier this week, when Kobe Bryant tragically passed away, I had that same feeling about basketball. I don't know if my viewing experience will ever be the same again. So I hope you guys watching out there can feel and share the same emotions as me, and maybe we can get through it together. I'm Adam Epstein, joined by Brian Lawrence and Joey DeRosa. Yeah, for Kobe, this is all we used to do with beer pong balls all day. Kobe. He almost missed. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this week started with guy crush, girl crush. Any celebrity, athlete, or public figure that you want to hang out with? And this week's theme is superhero. Why? Because all this news leaked about Marvel's phase Five. And if you know me, I'm a huge fan of the MCU. That's why I'm going to get it started with Wolverine. Yeah, Logan, probably the most classic and best X-Men movie of all time. See why you guys might call him Hugh Jackman? I call him Hugh Jackman! <laughs> so I'm going to go with somebody who's also jacked. Logan was awesome. But I'm going to go with someone who's also jacked. I'm going to go with Thor. Big Thor guy. He's had three movies at this point. The first one was good. Second one sucked. Third one was also good. But my big thing with Thor from Infinity War, him coming back with Mjolnir, with Groot, and with Rocket on his arm, slinging that thing, God of Thunder coming down. If that scene doesn't give you chills, I can't help you. It sounds kind of lame, but I'm a big Captain America guy now. Winter Soldier won me over, and I was Team Captain America over Iron Man. I, I know that's silly, but Chris Evans has, just has that sex appeal that I'm looking for. And not only that, but the guy's shield, I want that. I want to be able to throw a boomerang shield and have it come right back to me. The loyalty there is important. Brian, you have a lot of things, but one thing you don't have is America's ass. Guys, my girl crush this week is none other than the best, the marvelous, Captain Marvel. Yeah, Brie Larson. I fell in love with her when she was dating or going out with Jonah Hill in 21 Jump Street. Underrated comedy. But anyway, Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. It's not the best Marvel movie, but it really sets things up and she's a huge part of Endgame. I think I'm going to go with someone who's a little bit more badass here. I'm going to go with Gamora. She's slicing her dice in her way through the Guardians and the Galaxy. And of course, Thanos throws her off for the Infinity Stone. But in Endgame, she returns because of all the time travel and everything. I'm looking forward to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Am I the only old man in the booth? Yes. It's got to be Rogue. She's a southern belle, that white streak in her hair. It just gets me. Not only that, but her superpowers, she can steal other people's powers. She can steal my powers. In the intro, he said, uh, a celebrity we want to hang with. I want to do more than hang out with Rogue. She came onto the scene in 1981. I'm an 80s baby. And now, you know, she's married to Gambit. Who's better? than Gambit. Anybody else in the entire <laughs> MCU that's ever been created. It's time for player of the week. Any athlete who's just crushed it on the court or field this week, I'm going with tennis's own Roger Federer. The 38-year-old made it back to another semifinal. Yeah, he lost to Novak Djokovic. Nobody's stopping the Joker right now. But at 38 years old, Roger Federer has been able to evolve 
evolve his game. His backhand's not as good as it once was, but now he can slice it, he can come to the net and volley. He's evolved, and now he's able to play with the young guns. And at 38 to make another semis, that's player of the week status. I'm going with another older guy here. I'm going with Ryan Zimmerman. Yes, he hasn't played since October. We get it. But he just signed a new deal with the Washington Nationals. I'm sorry, the World Series Washington Nationals to come back, be a clubhouse leader. He won't play all the time, and that's okay. But he needs to be there to help this team get to the playoffs again. So far, the player of the week has been a baseball player that season ended in October and a tennis player who didn't even make the finals. Guys, it's Devin Booker, my player of the week. Why? because he had 36, six and nine to beat the Mavs. And then versus the Grizzlies dropped 30 plus again. You know, he's not Kobe. He doesn't have that will to win, that fear to be a loser, that fear to be a failure, but he mimics his game in the mid range. Devin Booker can score from all three levels. A guy that, you know, once he kind of figures out how to will his team to the playoffs, enters the superstar status. Devin Booker is my player of the week. You guys need any place to watch the Super Bowl this Sunday? Yeah, the place to be is Pamplona, located in the heart of Clarendon, Virginia. I don't know if you need the address, but it's 3100 Clarendon Boulevard. I got five drink specials for you, fellas. And guess what? I got the invite. I'm hyped. I'm excited. I'm very, I'm, I can't wait. $20 Miller Lite buckets, $4 Sam Adams drafts, and $5 shots for JMO. That's Jameson, Fireball, and of course, green tea shots, Brian. We're giving away a 55-inch TV, multiple Pamplona gift cards, and an original print of Max Scherzer by our guy, Jay Geeker. Show up at 5 o'clock for our pregame live show and stay for the game. We'll be watching the commercials, the halftime, all of the above. Now it's time for play to win starting NFL lineup. Screw the Pro Bowl. Last week we gave you our starting offense. Now it's time for our starting defense. And I got to get it started with the best corner in the league, Stefan Gilmore. No one was more shut down than in the New England Patriots cornerback. Stefan Gilmore's got to be your number one. It was pretty crazy, their defensive start to the season. They were like a true top 20 uh, pick in fantasy. But Richard Sherman, the guy has been on Twitter all week defending himself, and I like that. I like the edge that he brings. He's a guy that continues to get his team to the playoffs, pick off passes, and just wins. He's a winner, and he came back from Achilles injury. Who does that? Richard Sherman is so annoying. I can't stand him. He's a good player. I'm not going to say he's not. He's articulate. He's, he's not a great player. He's he's a good player. Wow. Yeah, but I'm going to go. I'm, I got to go with Adam's guy, Stefan Gilmore. That Patriots defense was on historic levels, historic pace to start the season. It's Stefan Gilmore. My, my other cornerback, though, I'm going to go with Marcus Peters from the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, they're not in the Super Bowl, but that team, when he came over on the trade from the Los Angeles Rams, was an incredible uh, addition. He also was able to add, in his first game, guys, pick six city all day, Marcus Peters. So Marcus Peters is good, but I thought his teammate Marlon Humphreys was even better this season. I love the swag that Marcus Peters brings. He didn't just have one pick six. He had two. The guy is a baller. I think he brought the edge to that Ravens defense that he needed. If you're not going to give me my first Raven, maybe you'll give me Earl Thomas. Just another incredible season for him. I'm not. I'm going to go with Jordan Pyre, a Buffalo Bill. That secondary was nasty, losing Gilmore, and it didn't even matter. They've stepped up. The guy's a beast. Four interceptions, 10 pass deflections, and somehow the Bills got into the playoffs. I'm going to say it's on the back of the secondary. One of them has to be in our secondary. Both teams had sensational secondaries, but I got to go with Adam here with Earl Thomas. He just continues after, even after a big injury. He comes back uh, after the Seattle injury, comes back for the Ravens, and helps that defense get a number one seed. My other safety here, fellas, 
I'm going to go with Minka Fitzpatrick from the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. He had a great season, started off in Miami, got traded over to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and everybody was kind of wondering, this one in four Steelers, this team is trading a number one draft, a first round draft pick to go get Minka. Minka revolutionized that defense. He was great, and I, I, he's my number He's my number two safety. So my number two safety would have to be Jamal Adams. The guy wanted out of the Jets, but absolutely said, screw it, I'll get paid later, and balled out. I specifically remember him destroying the Redskins this season. It's a hard pick. You're making me choose between two. I think Minka's uh, versatility, he's able to slide into the slot, play both safety positions, basically, I think earns him into that spot. You know, what a dream come true to leave the Dolphins and get picked up by the Steelers' defense. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick is our second starting safety. Moving on to the linebacker position. The, the coach of the defense, Bobby Wagner. Yeah, not always the flashiest, not the fastest, not the strongest, but that feels like the guy's been around in the league for 20 years. The Seahawks defense, not even that great this year, but still held down by him, got into the playoffs, and made big plays, finished with 159 total tackles. When I play with the Seahawks in Madden, he's got a little star under him at middle linebacker, and I'm a star with him. I average three interceptions a game. Speaking of three picks, one, two, three, I'm on Bobby Wagner as well. We're going to go with him. Now, from a pass rushing perspective from a line from the linebacker position, I'm going with my guy, Zadarius Smith. 15 and a half sacks, most quarterback hits um, on the season. Zadarius Smith's my guy. So I think Zadarius Smith was great this season, but part of that was because on the other side, he had Preston Smith. The Smith brothers together combined were amazing. But you know who was better and the most feared defender in the league? That's Khalil Mack. Every offensive coordinator goes nuts when they look at the tape because you throw him with the left tackle can't guard him the right tackle has no chance the guards are done Khalil Mack game after game after game gets after the quarterback Adam you constantly tell me to stay relevant well Khalil Mack wasn't even that good this year I'm going with TJ Watt 34 and a half sacks in three years this year 14 and a half sacks alone him and Fitzpatrick were the reason why the Steelers are winning as many games and staying in the playoff picture we have three separate guys, though. What do we do here? Well, I mean, I can't believe none of us picked a Bosa brother. Yeah, that, well, that's just dumb on our end. Uh, so I'm going to take a consensus here. Nick Bosa, he's playing in the Super Bowl. Where we'll be watching, fellas, at Pamplona. Let's go with Nick Bosa as our pass rushing linebacker. So now we have one last position to fill, and it's the defensive tackle. And I don't think we're going to have any gripe here. It's got to be Aaron Donald from the Los Angeles Rams. Year in and year out, this guy produces hurt, injured. His team had a... I guess a, a little bit of a down year, but Aaron Donald, he was his, he produced, he's great. That's my guy. Now it's time for Netflix. What are the guys from Play to Win watching on streaming services? Hulu, Apple Plus, Disney Plus, Amazon, Crackle, Netflix. Well, on Netflix this week, I'm talking about terrorist thrillers because in the 2000s, they were dominated by 24 and Jack Bauer. But now the best thing to Jack Bauer is Jack Ryan. It's played by John Krasinski, Jim from The Office. He still has that charm as if he's going after Pam, but he's rarely in The Office. He's always in the Middle East. And I loved this show, Joey, until episode seven, when they said, hey, we're going to put the witness protection in, in uh, Annandale because it's close to Langley where the CIA headquarters are. And then they cut to the scene and the lower third said, Annandale, comma, Maryland. What are you doing, editor? That's like me starting the show and saying, welcome to Play to Win from Podcast Village in Seattle, Washington. Do your job. Adam, I'm going to ask you to take a deep breath here. Take a second and realize that people make mistakes. I make mistakes all the time. But here's what you need to do now. You need to go watch season two. You need to get past that editing issue, and you got it. It's phenomenal. It's great. Season two is where it's at. 
Adam doesn't make mistakes, so he can't understand that. <laughs> but tell me this, Adam. Bodyguard. Did you watch that on Netflix? It was incredible. And obviously, Richard Madden was killed way too early off of Game of Thrones because he just runs that role. And it's it's probably the best terrorist show I've seen since 24. What Bodyguard did very well was it put it into the first person. All of a sudden, you're the eyes of the main character, and you're kind of looking around. Bombs are exploding, and he's getting all hazy and disoriented, and it makes you feel like while you're on the couch that you're disoriented as well. I'll also tell you there was a twist that I didn't see coming. Yeah, uh, and then, of course, Homeland, on its eighth and final season, you gotta watch it, a Showtime show. I'm gonna get outside of these terroristic thrillers here, and I'm gonna go with Creed 2. So, everybody loves Rocky. Everybody probably saw Creed 1 with Michael B. Jordan playing Adonis Creed, who is uh, Apollo Creed's son. This second Creed brings back one of the best villains of all time, Ivan Drago, played by Dolph Lundgren, and it's his son facing off against Apollo Creed's son, and it is, the, the fight scenes are great, the training scenes are awesome. Dolph Lundgren, aka Ivan Drago's son, is jacked, like Hugh Jackman jacked, and it is awesome. There's a little sappiness to it, which is in every Rocky and Creed movie, but I, if you haven't checked it out yet, definitely check out Creed 2. So I loved Creed 1, and I actually got to interview Michael B. Jordan a couple years ago at Fight Night. The only reason I stayed away from Creed 2 in theaters was because Ryan Coogler didn't direct it. And if you don't know him, he directed Black Panther. He's in line to uh, direct Space Jam 2. He first worked with Michael B. Jordan and Fruitvale Station, and they have a great rapport together. That's why I was disappointed that he wasn't directing. But I'll give it a shot now because you're recommending. Kind of a funny story. I get babysitters for my child from time to time, and usually it's like an au pair from the Dominican Republic or something. So I come home one day, and I'm like, you know, what are you watching on Netflix today? And she's like, I'm going through all the Rockies because I heard... <laughs> that they're an American classic, and I want to be an American so bad that I'm watching the Rockies. So I, I thought that was pretty funny. That's a good bit. Now it's time for Dude Food. Where are the guys from Play to Win taking their dates? Where are we munching on late night? This week's theme is food delivery services. I know all my millennials out there know what I'm talking about. In college, my boy Brett got hired as a marketing intern for Eat Street. It was this brand new company with a new app where you could order online, order deliver your pickup, and because he worked for them as an employee, he got about five 550% off coupons. And the local pizza joint at VCU would offer a small pizza for $8.75. With tax and tip, it's $10 minus the $5 off and the 50% off. Every Tuesday, I'm walking out with free pizza. Yeah, that you're, they're just giving pizzas away there. How do you not like that deal? Right, and then after college, I moved on to Grubhub. I ordered so much for Grubhub, I thought about applying for jobs there. Now I'm still getting emails to this day. Uh, <laughs> since then, I've moved on to Uber Eats, where I have a love-hate relationship with them because it seems like every month or so, they're upping their premium costs. So that's why I moved over to Postmates, who offered me $100 of free delivery, guys. I used that in about a month. I'll check it out. Never really used one. I live in the I live in the district, so I can walk to get food whenever I need to. Literally, why I was fat throughout college. <laughs> so again, Adam gets the hookup, but doesn't help his bros. The only time I ever used a delivery service was actually in college. So if we're talking about VCU, I went to Virginia Tech. Jimmy John's, they that freaky fast delivery. That's the only time I would really have a delivery service come to my door. And now it's time for winner of the week. Last week was Adam's dad. It was awesome to have him in studio. People loved it. They're all over your Twitter post about it. But this week is none other than Rob Ford, the man behind the glass, the man controlling everything, setting up the lights, making sure our cameras are right. Rob Ford, our producer, is this week's winner of the week. Rob Ford doesn't just give us fantastic constructive criticism. 
he literally comes in with baby wipes to let us know, hey, you boys are sweating. We need you, you guys to look good on camera. He, we're wiping ourselves down. It, it Rob's the man. He does. He goes above and beyond for us, and we can't thank him enough. He's the winner of the week. Rob Ford is the god in our ears every episode. Before we go, if you want some more of my content on P2W Radio, I do a I write an article called Tipsy Taco Tuesday where my goal, and I will find the best tacos and margaritas in the DMV. For Adam Epstein, for Brian Lawrence, I'm Joey DeRosa. Thanks for tuning in. Game winners who choke, interviews with the coach, and anonymous quotes, winning records to lose, and all-star snubs, to MVPs, they got it all.